Hey there, welcome to Yapping Yeti. Today's episode will be about the Sherpa identity and how Hollywood and the West have skewed it. Alright, sit tight, let me tell you how I stumbled upon this topic. Quick backstory about me. So I was born in Nepal, Kathmandu, and my last name is Sherpa. Now, if you go to this region where my grandparents are from, Sherpas are all you see. This region is a gateway to Everest. Every year, hundreds of thousands of tourists come to catch the glimpse of this region, where at the end of the rainbow is Mount Everest. Along the way, you'll see all kinds of Sherpas. Sherpas who've started a business or hotels. Sherpas who love the farm life. Sherpas who are just happy to see your face. And then there are some Sherpas who earn their money by helping foreigners climb Mount Everest. If you are not ignorant, you'll start to realize that Sherpas are actually an ethnic group with its own unique culture and traditions. Wait, Sherpas also have our own language as well. I just said, hello, my name is Tenzin Sherpa. Sherpas are hard workers, kind and selfless. It is in our traditions and religion that the guests are always considered to be endearly respected. I was going to say God, but some guests, as you'll soon see, are definitely acting like the devils. Therefore, when foreigners come to climb our sacred mountains, we don't respect them out of desperate needs or because it's tour company policy. It comes from within, and that's true for all my fellow Sherpas. So when we start to see how Hollywood and the West has robbed our last names that are passed down for generations, it is deeply saddening. It is so ignorant to be in one of the most developed countries in the world, the United States, and not know who the Sherpas are, yet use it as a derogatory term. Alright, I went off on a tangent. Let me tell you where this all started, since you know who I am now. I was sitting in my chair in front of my TV and just want to start a podcast. I couldn't decide on what topic to talk about. So I just watched my, one of my favorite TV shows called Secession. It is a HBO show that dives into a family-owned giant news media outlet. In the show, Ken is one of the main characters who is the son that will most likely inherit the company. His father promises him that he will inherit the company, but his father, being so old, seems to never let go of his power. So in anger, his son Ken decides to conspire against his father with his friend to sell the company off to one of his father's enemies. In the process of doing all this, he gets himself in a tough situation where he accidentally kills someone in a car accident. While trying to cover that up, his father finds out the next day and he uses that as a leverage against his own son and basically blackmails him. His son, now completely destroyed, starts to follow whatever his father says. So his father sends him to meet his friend and enemy to call the conspiracy off. Now as Ken, who is powerless and completely under the influence of his father, goes to visit his friend, this is the dialogue that follows. Okay. Hello, Kendall. Uh, my dad's on his way. He, he had to make a call. He had to make yeah. an important call? That's like a 1987 power move, dude. That's exciting. What are you, like his Sherpa now? You're like the skull, like, tied to his belt? Because I'm fucking scared. Yeah, well, 
So you're gonna come in here with, yeah, well, mm, with your whole face and everything, and you're saying no to all my calls? No, Ken, you're gonna have to give me something. How could they use the name Sherpa as a term that equals to a servant or a slave? This is absurd. Couldn't they find any other word beside my culture and my last name? This is how I felt at the moment, filled with anger. I did more research and soon found out that they also used Sherpa again in season two, episode six, where Greg, who is basically the intern servant, goes to his superior, Tom, who is married to the daughter of the CEO. This is the conversation that follows. Hey. Hey, hey, hey sir. Hey. hey, excuse me. Hey, my Sherpa. What's cooking? Yeah, just, uh, just might have just touched Bill Gates. Ooh. Hey, did you check out the acoustics uh, on my room for my talk? And I did you get me on the culture hike? And what did I what did I get in my chalet? Did I get the nut and fruit box or the uh, champagne and paperweight? Nuts. Yeah. What is this poor choice of words? I wonder how much the screenwriter gets paid or even this. How many level of people that this show has to go through before they release it? Everyone in the process thought that, oh, you can just use the word Sherpa like that. F the culture, F the people that died helping foreigners reach the top of mountains, F the thousands of Sherpas who reside in New York City and are active citizens of the United States. Let's just use their last name as a derogatory term because apparently that is all Sherpas do. Again, my dad was a mountain climber. My grandpa, my uncles, and some cousins who died in those mountains. But the fact that our last names are just taken away from us is hell of a way to pay respect to my people. This is not an isolated case, apparently. As I did more research, I encountered the same circumstances. For example, the word Sherpa is often used in politics as well. For someone who is basically following and listening to the orders of a superior. In a NPR podcast, Kelly Iotti former New Hampshire senator, speaks with NPR's Alyssa Chang about what it's like to be Justice Neil Gorsuch's Sherpa, that is to escort a Supreme Court nominee to meetings during the confirmation period. This is a conversation that follows. Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh has begun a familiar rite of passage. He's making the rounds on Capitol Hill. And as he goes from Senate office to Senate office, he's accompanied by former Arizona Senator John Kyle. Kyle has been tapped to be Kavanaugh's Sherpa. We wanted to get a sense of what a Sherpa actually does, so we called Kelly Ayotte. She was a Republican senator from New Hampshire, and she was Justice Neil Gorsuch's Sherpa last year. Welcome. Well, it's great to be on. Thank you. So what does a Sherpa exactly do? What is your role? Well, it's kind of a funny name, right? Because yeah. Sherpa means bringing someone up a mountain. And I guess... Uh, <laughs> and carrying all the bags. These <laughs> exactly. Often these confirmation process can be like that, no matter who is the nominee. And so the Sherpa's job is really to, first of all, bring that person around to see the senators and to introduce him to the senators and also help prepare him for what particular senators might be interested in. And so you kind of do a little bit of everything mm. of helping him through the process. And is there like a game? You see what I mean? Not all Sherpas carry bags across the mountain. The fact that these are prominent politicians and educated folks that use our last name like this almost comes out to seem like a white supremacist talking, where all other races of people, including Sherpas, are not like them and we are supposedly the servants. 
Sherpas are not the slaves to your comforts, even in mountain climbing. But this is just the start. Here's another example. A National Post article dives into how the G20 summit meeting is set, where all the world leaders meet, and kid you not, here is the title. Quote, Personal envoys, Sherpas fly nonstop to set up G20 summit. It also continues with this message. Quote, To picture how a summit is reached, imagine a diplomat flying around the world almost nonstop tapping away at a care careworn Blackberry on the way to endless meetings. The embodiment of the road to next weekend's G8 and G20 summits is the Sherpa, the personal envoy of his country leader and an apt pun for those who chart the ascent to a summit. Back to back, Sherpa is used everywhere with little to no consideration of how many Sherpas that are living as orphans of mountaineering accidents or even continue to climb at those mountains as they need to earn money to feed their families. Also, so many businesses and companies that are using our last name to promote their business as a guide to the world of some sorts, like Sherpa Snacks or an insurance firm that uses the word Sherpa with two A's. And the craziest thing is it's not even owned by Sherpas or there aren't even any Sherpa employees. As perfectly stated in Medium article by Sophie Brownuski, I think that's how you say her name. Quote, branding by companies normalizes and institutes racism by oblivious climbers and tourists who expect the Sherpa to help with their every need and when this is not possible, are easily angered. Please stop this pandemic of robbing our last names. But you know what the most angering thing was? In the movie Sherpa, this is about the 2014 disaster where close to 16 Sherpas died. There is this climber who goes as far as to ask, can't we talk to your owners about continuing to climb? What owners are they talking about? You know, I'm currently in the Air Force, where the day I sewed on the name Sherpa on my military uniform was one of the proudest days of my life. I didn't know I had an owner. It is deeply saddening to see my last name being torn down by all this bigotry. The military tells us that when our last names are printed on our uniforms, it is not the one individual you are representing, but the name of your family. This is why you don't have your first name, but rather your family name. In every situation, I've tried to represent my family name in the best way. But as my family left the mountains to pursue a better future for me, I see a mountain in front of me filled with bigotry and ignorance of those normal people walking all around us that leaves no respect for the family name we worked so hard for. You know one thing though? If you had remote common sense of going into dictionary.com to find the meaning of the word Sherpa, it states, quote, if you don't hail from a Tibetan stock and live in Nepalese Himalayas, serving as a porter on a mountain climbing expedition, yes, we know that was very specific. You're not a Sherpa. Nope, not even if you lead your friends to the best burrito spot at 2 a.m. or help your roommates pass their chemistry test. So please, all I ask is please pay respect to our last names. Many have died and many have sacrificed so much just to survive. 
There's so many other alternatives. There's no need to place our last names in there. It's just not the same. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you liked the first episode of Yak and Yeti. Please help support this podcast on Anchor if you can. If you feel generous, there are ways of supporting this podcast so I can make more content like this. Please share this if you liked it, and always feel free to DM our page for suggestions and feedbacks. Links to all articles and relative information will be attached. Join me next week to talk about the mountaineering industry and how the Nepali government upcharges mountain climbers with permit costs, but little to none of the $11,000 per climber goes to any show.